the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. KDOW. KDOW. Streaming now on smart speakers and radio.com. The views and opinions expressed by Ron Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. 1220 KDOW presents Rob Black and Your Money. Your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finance, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800-516-1220. So call in. We'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now to start your day with the latest news and market commentary. Here's Rob Black on the Bay Area's business leader, 1220 KDOW. Welcome in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing, and more. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about today. And I actually kind of like that. It would be nice. Kanye West said he'll be president one day. He's a money grabber, right? He's kicked his porn addiction that started at age five. What a wild thing to say out loud. I'm unquestionably, undoubtedly the greatest human artist of all time. It's not even a question at this point. It's just a fact. So says Kanye West. You want to know the truth? I think he would run away with the election. On some levels, if it's all about getting younger voters out, he'd be good for the ticket. I'll say that. Oh, I am unquestionably, undoubtedly the greatest human artist of all time. I do like that swagger. So anyway, we're going to talk about stock markets. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. We can talk about investing. Mistakes that we make. Reasons why you want to have a credit card with an annual fee and reasons why you don't want a credit card with an annual fee. And you know what that just tells me right there? We're screwed. There are reasons to have a credit card, and there's also reasons not to have a credit card, and you and there's reasons to have investments. I don't think there's any reason not to have an investment unless you have a disease that's going to kill you at age 60. Then you should work till the day you die. You should have fun. You should go on every single trip. Remember the TV show, uh, and it had to be based on a book, Logan's Run? Where I think the idea was at the age of 35, a light would come on on your sweater because everyone wore sweaters in the uh, utopian future. And it was time to be put to death. And if for some reason you didn't want to go to the center, they didn't say they were going to put you to death, but you kind of knew. Then they'd put these sandmen on you 
And the Sandman would make sure that you run out of time because they're going to hunt you down. If you get what I'm going at. So there's no real right answers. There's just compromises. And that goes with credit cards. It goes with a lot of things. And you have to get comfortable with that. So when I hear blowhards come on CNBC, on Bloomberg, on this station, and say emphatically that the stock market's going to do something. There was a guy a couple years ago, last name Vickers. I'm talking like 20, 15 years ago. And he couldn't figure out how to make it in, in media. Just couldn't figure it out. Tried his best. So what his shtick was, was let's go super negative. Let's say our economy is going to heck in a handbasket. Let's find one economy that's doing great and say that's the one we should be modeling after. So I've got a $450 credit card. And that sounds nuts. You would think that a lot of the points are less than ideal. But again, I can sit tonight with, let's say I go to dinner with uh, three couples. And half of us can have have different opinions. And that's what makes investing so difficult. If the value of the card's perks and benefits offset that fee, you're good to go. If you use TSA check-through, a lot of these travel cards have, they'll pay for it. And then when you get to the airport and you're running late, you just walk right on through the security line. Is that your thing? Do you fly a lot? I have the Chase Sapphire Reserve card. I'm not bragging, but I'm kind of a big deal. I've got many credit cards. At one point in my life, I had a Target card, which was I'm very t- important towards a debit card. It gives you 5% back. No annual fee. 5% off your ch- purchase, essentially, right? I'm good with that. That's a good perk. Not a $450 perk, but a perk. I like the travel card with the $450 perk for my flights and my hotels. Like, it's okay. If you have your eyes on the best rewards cards, you're probably trying to game the system, right? The most generous sign-up, the most egregious welcome bonus, the most popular travel awards, blue cash preferred by American Express is pretty good. 6% back at all supermarkets. Now, I'm not so much of a nut that I'll go out and get the blue cash preferred card from American Express to get 6000 back from groceries. It's a good deal if you spend, you know, money on groceries. But you got to spend $61 a week on groceries to offset the annual fee. And I know you're saying, yeah, I don't know if I do that every Does that count Christmas? Like, and then you start getting a little crazy. If you have bad credit history, getting a credit card is a great thing. If you rebuild your credit that way, if you go out and get into a lot of trouble with credit, it's not a good thing. And trust me, I get people throwing all sorts of, uh, I'm not going to say shots at me, but some people really have a thing that they have to be right. I just want to play the game well enough to get you and me to retirement. It's my thing. It's not crazy. It's just a thing. Twitter CEO and Facebook CEO, Jack Dorsey versus Mark Zuckerberg, are fighting with each other now. Probably more Dorsey just kind of goofing on Zuckerberg. But it's kind of fun to see billionaires fight. It's almost good enough to be a Fox special. Sunday after the football game, watch billionaires fight. You get Amazon CEO, Jeff Bezos, going against 
Bill Gates. Who will emerge the world's richest man? You get Jack Dorsey going after Mark Zuckerberg. Which millennial is more douchier and stays in the ring and dies? I got my money on Dorsey. He looks like a ninja, a financial ninja. That'll never happen! And I, I still think Bill Gates would win. Okay, okay. A Los Angeles mansion once listed for $250 million. It finally sold. Let's stop and think about that number for one second. A mansion, $250 million. If I had $10 billion, I'm a little short of that right now. Would I buy a $250 million home? I could emphatically tell you no. I've got enough money to retire and not work till the day I die. And I'm wearing shoes that have holes in them right now. I'm wearing jeans that I wear till they're threadbare. Um, I got a truck that I'll drive till 250,000 miles. And I'll say God willing, because Lord knows I'm going to get in a car crash or something like that. And you're going to be like, you said you drive till 250,000 miles. Like I said, everyone has an opinion. $250 million it sold for. 62% off. Can you imagine that conversation that guy had with his real estate agent? Where they were like, we're super excited. We're going to help you sell this house. We're going to get top dollar for you. Well, I guess $250 million is kind of top dollar, no doubt about it. But 62% off. Who needs a helipad at their house? Five bars. I'm good with one. Called on top of the refrigerator. A bowling alley. A 40-seat movie theater. Okay. Would I want a 40-seat No, I wouldn't want a 40-seat movie. If I was like 25 and a child... An 85-foot infinity pool, five bars, a bowling alley. Fabulous stars like Paul Rudd from Ant-Man are going to be stopping by your house. Zsa Zsa Gabor, the inedible Charo. So I guess I would want a $250 million house in Los Angeles now that I think about it. Because Charo's coming by. And Paul Rudd. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. Coming back, I'll have a better segment, I promise. I do my best. Making financial sense of your portfolio. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. So the three-day winning streak of the Dow Jones Industrial Average appears to be in serious jeopardy. Welcome in, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. The last three days were like the good old days of the bull market. And some people even think of bull markets started when you go from 20% off your all-time highs to all-time lows. That's a bear market. But when you go off your recent lows up 20%, that's a bull market. Bull market might last a day. Oh, this is getting silly. Um <clears throat> In the last three days, before this morning, the S&P mid-cap 400 was up 24.5%. The Dow up 23, almost 24%. The Russell 2000 small cap companies up 22%. The S&P 500, 20%. The NASDAQ up 17.6%. 
Now, today, the cash market, <clears throat> people are starting the market lower today. To the tune of, brace yourselves, 883 points. So we haven't quite given up the last three days of gains, but it's that Friday thing where the markets do not want to be long going into the long, not the long weekend, but a weekend. <clears throat> We've had a once in a lifetime, once in a century disruption of the global supply chains and watching it kind of percolate through the world economies. Um, we're seeing Congress rush back to work after they kind of took their foot off the pedal for the last three days, or they were able to take their foot off the pedal. Market's going up. We don't have to rush. Market's going down. We need to rush. Not my opinion, but it is, it's out there, right? U.S. has surpassed China as having the largest number of coronavirus cases. That's something we should not be proud of. We saw it coming. We just kind of tried to whistle past the graveyard or, you know, drink ourselves through it. Didn't work. House is still deliberating over passing the $2 trillion fiscal stimulus bill. <clears throat> that threatens to delay its passage and of the receipt of money that businesses and people you know need right now. E European Union leaders failed to agree on details of coronavirus relief package. None of this works. The coronavirus does destroy economies harder unless we get the stimulus out there. We have the Federal Reserve. We had the panic day. We had a lot of pieces falling together. Now we need to finish our what we what we need to do here. It's like that bad horror movie, you know. Jason's not dead. You just knocked him out. Now you got to do the finishing touch. So no U.S. relief package, no European relief package, and it's going to be pain. China is closing its borders to foreign nationals starting tomorrow in an effort to mitigate the risk of a second wave. China also reported industrial profits for January and February plummeted 38.3%. So we see on a year-over-year -year basis what coronavirus did to China in the first quarter. In this case, just January and February. We could kind of get the same. We're not a manufacturing company. They're not a services economy, but we kind of see that they went through their two-month period. We're going to be going through ours. More and more companies have said, we're not going to give any guidance for 2020. Gap, Hilton, Dell, VMware, Lear. They're suspending stock buybacks. They're suspending dividend payments. <clears throat> Good news is KB Homes is out there reporting much better than expected first quarter earnings. That's nice. Home builders building homes in the United States. Um, now, the problem with KB Homes is we did get a good quarter out of a big home builder in the United States, right? The problem is their quarter ended in February, and our problem started in late February, early March. 
So we don't have anything to go on from that. Um, coronavirus caseload curve has yet to flatten out. We'll, I'll, we'll tell you when it uh, does. <clears throat> the political fact right now, science isn't helping us. It's not flattening. Politics isn't helping us because the direct payments afforded under the fiscal stimulus bill won't arrive for three weeks until the bill's signed. Then business still to need to, to navigate the how do we apply for aid labyrinth. Quarter end rebalancing efforts <clears throat> could hit the stock market today, um, Monday and Tuesday. Quarter ending being January, February, March. End of March would be the end of the first quarter. Sometimes mutual funds will try to, and this is such a silly story because it's such an old story, and it's such a kind of a wives, old wives tale. <clears throat> um, mutual funds at the end of the quarter, if let's say Apple went, I don't want to use Apple as example. Let's say the most popular stock in the world went from 300 to 100. In the quarter, they don't want to send out a statement to clients saying one of our top holdings went from 300 to 100. So they sell it. Poof, it's gone. They could buy it back April 1st. No April Fool's joke there. But if they don't want to show you something, they don't have to show it to you. And at the end of the quarter, there could be kind of a flushing sound that you hear uh, when there's a tough quarter. Same thing happens when there's a great quarter. Let's say XYZ went from 100 to 400. Sometimes they'll buy in the last couple of days to make it look like they've owned it. Aren't we smart? I'm starting to wonder if I have COVID-19, right? Boris Johnson. The Boris Johnson. I know you're saying, who the hell is Boris Johnson? Well, he's the UK prime minister. He's the guy with messier hair than uh, um, Donald Trump. He tested positive for coronavirus, and off he goes into isolation. Is he the most well-known? Prince Charles? Is it Tom Hanks? Who is it? Have we had our celebrity <clears throat> crush, so to speak? Idris Elba? Um, tends to be pretty good things when we get the high-profile people, because then we feel like, ooh, that makes it suddenly more real. House convenes to vote on the $2 trillion stimulus, stimulus package. Speaker Nancy Pelosi said the House is ready to pass the $2 trillion plan Friday and send it to the President Trump for a signature. So, yay. $532 billion is going to go to big businesses, local governments, and financial assistance. $61 billion is going to go to the airlines. $290 billion is going to go straight to families. $290 billion in tax cuts. Um, it's a big package. $126 billion for hospital restitution, veteran, and other health care. $45 billion to FEMA for the emergency status. $31 billion for education stabilization. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Find me online at newfocusfinancial.com. Your comments and questions are always welcome. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. 
Simply put, the Dow's three-day winning streak is under threat. Investors wait for the House to pass the coronavirus stimulus package. Can't put it any simpler than that, can we? Dow tumbles more than 800 points out of the gate. Oil's having a bad day. Slightly worse than the overall market. Um, telling me that it's one of those sectors that people really do not like. Um, and it's, it's moving pretty volatile. If I were a day trader, I would certainly be looking at that sector. Coronavirus Live update. Boris Johnson, UK's prime minister, test positive. Whoa. The World Health Organization is still talking about, you know, how airborne is this thing? That doesn't make anyone feel great. I'm hearing more and more people say, I didn't know I had it, and then suddenly I have it. I'm like, I wonder if I have it. Have you started getting paranoid yet? I've got a little bit of a tingle in my throat, forgetting that it's still March, and you tend to have little tingles in your throat. Is that what I think it is? <laughs> Global cases, 542,000. Global deaths, 24,361. U.S. cases, 85,996. U.S. deaths, 1,300. Getting bigger. So we're going to see those numbers continue to bloom until they hit the top of the bell curve, and then we're going to see them start dwindling down. Uh, federal, state, and local response to the spread of the coronavirus here in the United States um, has really put everything in a kind of a near standstill in the economy. If you do go out in traffic, which you're supposed to not go out in traffic unless it's essential, there's no traffic. Any adult boarding a aircraft can continue to use their current driver's license for domestic travel and wait until 2021 to obtain a real ID compliant license. That's one of those weird little things that a lot of people haven't really figured out if you don't travel a lot, that you have to have a new driver's license. And now the government's saying, you know, uh, Homeland Security, we're, we're, we're going to push this one off a year. Because people don't have the ability to get to the DMV last second, and I think it was supposed to wind up this summer, right? I guess that's a good thing that's happened. You know, keep us away from the DMV, give us another year. Chevron, Boeing, and American Express all led the 30-stock Dow lower today. Um, That's a good, broad sampling that you're hitting an energy company, industrial company, a financial company. Billionaire, billionaire. That's a pretty cool tag, huh? Start by calling someone billionaire. Billionaire Leon Cooperman said, I'm optimistic about the stock market is bottomed. He is one of those people who's seen a lot of this. He's elderly. He's an elderly gentleman. He's 92 years old. He deserves a little respect when he talks. If he's, he's not 92 years old for the record. Uh, so he's basically said, if I'm right on the virus call, if I'm right, and that's a big if, I think the market in the recent low was close enough to the bottom when we called the bottom. So there you have one person going out on the limo out there. Our death toll in the United States on the death curve is worse than it was when China was at the same stage. We have 12 states now with over 1,500 cases. China had one province. China also, you know, has clamped down on a lot of information in the past. So feel a little bit weird about it. 
yesterday I announced something kind of odd, and it's just watching the news, it, it rung me as kind of odd. Um, the Cheesecake Factory is furloughing employees, but they're also saying we're not paying our rents. And you're like, can they do that? They the Cheesecake Factory. Now, Build-A-Bear Workshop is also saying that they're furloughing workers. I guess no one wants a plush teddy bear. I know you're saying, is this a real story or where is he going with this? Yeah, I don't want a plush teddy bear, but you get the idea. To me, a plush teddy bear looks like it just holds viruses inside of it, right? A plush, get a flu bear called 800 flu bear. No, no, we're not going dark today. Uh, but we do have Leon Cooperman saying, if the market put in a bottom, and that's a big if. That should make you feel a little bit, we're getting there. Now today, it's ugly again, down 900. I could be cute and say, not, it's down nine Hondos. Um, I don't think we go straight back up like a V, and I don't want us to. Uh, we don't have a lot of visibility, so we shouldn't go straight up like a V. We should bounce. We should go, okay, we've lost trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars of value. And we should put in a little sideways action. Sideways is not always down. The self-employed. Those are the people who, not those are the people, the people. When you pro down a group of people, boy, it doesn't sound good in this day and age, but those self-employed, they have to kind of be taken care of a little bit in some of these bailouts. A lot of people don't realize how much our, our independent contractors do in our economy and how much their spending in life plays out for the positive of the economy. The cruise lines. For those of you who wanted to buy Carnival Cruise Lines at $10, you may get your chance. For those of you who want to invest in a crisis, I've said that I've done that in the past when there was a hurricane that rocked the East Coast and hit Myrtle Beach the Outer Banks of North Carolina, that's when beach homes become their cheapest. For about a month or two, when people are like, I don't want to be there ever again, people die in those things, and they sell more homes. Same thing happens when there's a flu that runs through the cruise lines. Carnival Cruise Lines, Royal Cruise Lines, Norwegian Cruise Lines all move lower. So they're selling off sharply today, because when you go through the financial assistance from the government, the $2 trillion stimulus bill, and you're flipping through page after page after page, and you're like, okay, let's see, where are the cruise lines? Keep turning, keep turning, let's see where the cruise lines are in the bailout. It ain't there. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh, to get the aid, including loans or loan guarantees, you must be organized in the United States under U.S. laws, have significant operations there, and have a majority of the employees base there. So a key sticking point hits the cruise companies. Um, they're incorporated abroad. That means they don't pay a lot of U.S. taxes. They do pay state income taxes and port fees. Now, the fact that I told you that, that they're incorporated abroad, is that's a surprise to you. My morning producer, him and some of his friends get around and they Skype each other. They chat with each other. They virtual reality each other. Oh, I can see your face. They've got the big thing on, the Oculus eyeballs. And some people who are younger are trying to, to gamble their way out of this 
in a cute way, not in a bad way, not in a uh, deprecating, not not bad. Just you know, hey, how can we make a little bit of money? <clears throat> you can go and buy stock and sell stock with no fees, but the cruise lines are the ones that look pretty interesting, like the most ripe for a bounce. But I thought they would have been included somehow, some way, some shape, some form. That I thought some California or some senator out of whatever state or some House of Representative out of whatever state said, well, we've got to save the, the cruise lines. They're not in there. The president said it's very hard to make a loan to a company when they're based in a different country. Royal Caribbean is uh, incorporated in Liberia. You want to hear funny? I don't think I could find Liberia on a map. Is that funny or is that sad? Now, Carnival's in Panama. Norwegian Cruise Line is located in Bermuda. But they're all technically officially headquartered in the United States, but they're technically officially not. The cruise lines are trying to improve their balance sheets. For instance, Royal Caribbean secured a $2.2 billion credit facility. Now, I have a credit facility. I have a, what is it called, a... A credit line on my home, right? That's a that's the same thing. It's a credit facility. If you take out a mortgage, you have a credit facility. In theory, if you take out a mortgage on your mortgage, a home equity line of credit, it's kind of a mortgage on a mortgage. You have a line of credit. Um, you've probably heard CFP Chad Burton and others say, you know, well, we don't really, rich people don't really sell real estate. They leverage it to buy more real estate. <clears throat> and you can do that with the home equity line of credit. Still, one of the most stunning stories on Wall Street is Bill Ackman this, this winter. So again, the cruise line's not getting bailed out. Does that make it a little different for now on how you want to do, play a bounce? I didn't, I didn't know anyone could be included. Bill Ackman turned $27 million to $2.6 billion during the coronavirus crisis. I would say at the height of the volatility is, is probably the right way of saying it because I still feel we're in a bit of a crisis. Economically speaking, maybe not so much stock at this point in time. Pershing Square Capital Management, they showed how they made a $27 million basically to buy credit protection on global investment grade and high yield credit indexes. It's a pretty savvy move. And uh, it's a hedged move. So you bet that the market's going to go up, but you also bet that the market's going to go down first is the basic concept. Elsewhere in the news, J.P. Morgan sees big rise in stock buying for rest of 2020. That's kind of nice to see. Um, a lot of short sellers covering their position. So they're saying a lot of longer-term investors are going to be buyers of equities for the rest of 2020. They see the panic short people a lot like, not panic short people, they see the aggressive short people like Ackman stepping aside, giving you, the long-term investor, the opportunity. I don't disagree with that. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing more. Find me online at newfocusfinancial.com. Oh, how many lights I gotta give For I know the truth and the truth This season three will be a great reason To forget all about Reality's a slippery slope Watch the TV screen and shine I don't care for your pain Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com Now, back to Rob Black and your money On AM 1220 KDOW I don't care for your care so I'm not 100% sure, but I think this is kind of like surfing music. 
you can tell I'm not the coolest man in the world because I don't really know. Um, little Jack Johnson, I think he's a surfer, right? Um, in fact, I know he is, so I'm kind of playing it stupid here. Long story short, doesn't that sound good right about now? Leave wherever you are. If you're in the mountains, you hit a nice beach. We're going to get there. I don't know if we're going to cruise there. I assume we'll fly there again. I know you're saying, Black, you're taking this way too lightly. Of course we're never going to travel again. I grew up in a military family. Uh, my father was a colonel, and it's kind of interesting to, to remember when I just threw out my name, Black. That's how you talked about all the kids. You used their last name. So if, you know, McDougal was their last name, you say McDougal. I don't know where that comes from. Don't know why, but you probably don't care. So one of the things that I hate, and I'm telling you, I hate this, but I get why they're doing it, but I hate it. Congress is throwing into that $2 trillion coronavirus relief bill an option for you to tap into your 401k, which is doubly insulting and doubly stupid or that's awful. I mean, it, it, it makes me feel like a mouse crawled in my mouth and died last night. But before he died, he vomited in my mouth and then he died. And then I, I wake up and I chew on it and I find out that he's got cancer and I crush through his bones and like, Oh, it's a nasty taste. Stock market's down 20%, right? And they're telling you, you can sell some of your 401k and not pay taxes on it. That's lovely. Uh, I get the, you, it's your piggy bank. If you want it, you should have it. I get it. I think it's stupid. They typically make it tough on you by saying there's going to be a 10% early withdrawal penalty, plus you still owe tax. But the relief package doubles the current retirement loan limits to less than 100000 or 100% of the participant's vested account balance in the plan. I don't like it. Waiving required minimum dis- distributions, I don't like it. I know that it gives cash to the person that needs cash if the government has does not include that person in said cash payout of the stimulus package. But I don't like it. You're selling low, and you're taking from age 60 to 100 to cover costs today. So I don't like it. I know you're saying, can you say anything else? I don't like it. <laughs> That's all I can say right now. It's almost upsetting. And some people are going to be like, well, it's my money. Well, okay, then don't ask for money when you're in retirement. Well, I'm going to ask for money, and you can't stop me. Today, we're seeing strengthen consumer staples. That's a kind of bad day. But again, it's broad-based. Nancy Pelosi had to call back to the House of Representatives because the three-day stock market gain kind of took pressure off. More and more people are stressed that they may have the coronavirus. More and more people are stressed. Um, you know where everyone's doing these Zoom meetings right now? Um, I'm not going to throw anyone under the bus, but I saw a teacher getting pretty stressed with a kid. Of If you do not listen, I'm going to block you from the Zoom meeting. <clears throat> and you typically see elementary school teachers like, they're the salt of the earth. When I was a teenager, I, I knew that I wanted to marry a, a, a elementary school teacher. I was that fond of the profession. Didn't happen, but I dated a school teacher once. That's close, right? 
Mexican protesters hold stay-at-home signs on the U.S. border. <laughs> That's a reversal. Around a half dozen protesters blocked the Mexican-bound lanes of a border crossing over fears that people coming from the United States could spread the coronavirus in Mexico. Um, I bet you didn't see that one coming, right? 800-516-1220, each calls in the air. Yale is offering one of its most popular courses online for free. And it's called the Science of Well-Being. It's taught by Professor Lori Santos. And it's psychology and, and good life. It, it should help you with your depression, your anxiety, and your stress. And it's meant for college students who obviously have student loans and situations along those lines. Um, but you can do it, and you can actually get credit for it. If you spend $49, you'll get a certificate of completion. That's not, that doesn't sound like the worst $49 spent this weekend. I don't know. I still want to spend money, but I'm finding my choices like, eh, eh. I was talking to my younger producer because he plays video games more so than I do. I was like, is there any video games that I should be getting? And he's like, maybe Extraction Point. I'm like, eh, just the name stresses me out of like, eh. <laughs> I need like Super Mario. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we could talk about. Everyone wants control and grocery private brands are, an, are a huge winner right now. Having gone out to the store, have you noticed like sometimes they don't have toilet paper in rolls of four, 12, forget 24. They're now selling rolls of toilet paper in single rolls, and they're like, sign says, take one, only one, take two, only two. You ever get that feeling like, uh, and it's like a weird brand. You almost get the feeling like, uh, are they making more money on this? And the answer is yes. And are private brands likely to see a big resurgent? The answer is yes. So grocery stores doing quite well. But then again, the cost of running a grocery store doesn't really make it all that attractive to you and our eye to invest in. Um, the margins are very, very tight. Very, very tight. So unless you're buying the pre-cut pineapple, the margins are very, very tight. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. It is an ugly day after three up days, just when you thought it was safe to go back in the water. Duh. Dow's down a magical 888.8. Whoa. April's job numbers are going to be catastrophic. The news, the headlines, we kind of know they're going to be catastrophic. And yet we're kind of worried they're going to be catastrophic. Get over it. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Find me online at newfocusfinancial.com. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.